Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 465, for Saturday, April 21st, 2018. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Entering at number 20 is Get the MacGuffin by Andrew Looney, published by Looney Labs with 11,638 views. That is about a thousand more than we saw last week at the number 20 position. Two weeks ago, this game was number 19. Last week it jumped all the way up to number 8. Now it drops right back down to number 19. Street Fighter, the Miniatures Game, by Alex Toon and Joe Vargas, published by Jasco Games with 11,742. 104 more than Get the MacGuffin, and down almost exactly half of its total from last week, a 49% decline. It's by far the largest decline within the top 20. After two weeks at number 15, sliding back three spots to number 18 is Feudum by Mark Swanson, published by Odd Bird Games, with 12,103, that's four, uh, 361 more than Street Fighter, and a decline of 3,000, or 21%, from last week. After dropping out of the top 20 last week, returning to number 17 is Dinosaur Island, by Jonathan Gilmore and Brian Lewis, published by Pandasaurus Games with 15,480. That's a 3,300-view gap between number 17 and number 18. A 5,000-view gain, though, for Dinosaur Island, a 49% increase. Uh, Two weeks ago, it was number 16. Last week, it was number 24. This week, back up to number 17. After a pretty steep decline, uh, going back five weeks, this game was number 2, it slid to 5, 7, 11, down to 17 last week. This week, up one spot, back to 16. The City of Kings by Frank West, published by The City of Games, with 15,574. That is 94 more than Dinosaur Island. A 2,000 view increase, 16%. Very respectable. In fact, that is the uh, largest increase within the top 20. Entering at number 15, Distale by Lucas Gerlach, published by Quick Simple Fun Games, with 16,959, about 1,400 more than The City of Kings. After three weeks at number 18, and climbing two spots to number 16 last week, climbing two more spots to number 14 is Gaia Project, by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with 16,900. 60. One view more than Distil, a 1,700-view increase, or 11%. Reversing course again to climb back up to number 13, so its uh, last few weeks have gone like this, 12, 14, 12, 14, 13. Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus with 16,900 80. 20 more than Gaia Project. That is a gain of 319, or 1.9%. After a five-week run back in the top 10, sliding five spots to number 12 is Azul 
by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games with 18,926, almost 2,000 more than Spirit Island, but down almost 5,000 from last week, a 21% decline. Climbing back up two spots to number 11, Kingdom Death Monster, by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 19,694, about 700, 770, more than Azul, a gain of 457, or 2.4%. We do have four new entries in the top ten. The four games that have slid out, we've already heard from two of them, going from number 7 to number 12, Azul, from number 8 to number 19, Street Fighter the Miniatures Game, also from number 3 to number 25, the second edition of Fireball Island, and from number 6 all the way down to number 91, Gloomhaven Forgotten Circles. Re-entering the top 10 after a week away, uh, climbing actually from number 12, is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 20,726. It's about uh, 1,100 more than the Kingdom Death Monster, a gain of 60, or 0.3%. That mark for the number 10 game is about 2,000 views, more than it was last week. At number 9 for the second week in a row is Arkham Horror the Card Game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,849, 123 more than Scythe, but off 2,000 from last week, a 9% decline. This is Arkham Horror the Card Game's 70th week in the top 10, making it only the 7th different game to have 70 or more weeks on the chart. Our second new entry, returning after four weeks away at number 8, is Zombicide Invader by Raphael Guiton, Jean-Baptiste Lulien, and Nicolas Raoult, published by Simon and Guillotine Games, with 21,984 it's about 1,100 more than Arkham Horror, a huge gain of 17,000 from where it was last week. It only had about 5,000 views last week. Uh, Zombicide Invader is another sequel in the Zombicide line, a cooperative dungeon crawler. Except it being against zombies this time, it's against aliens in deep space. It had a Kickstarter goal of a quarter million dollars and has raised over one and a half million. Our third new entry, charting for the second time at number 7, it was also number 7 last time, but returning after 25 months away, just over two years, is Dark Light by Morrow Payne, published by Dark Ice Games, with 23,188, about 1,200 more than the new Zombicide game. The subtitle of Dark Light, the way you'll see it shown on Board Game Geek, is Memento Mori, it is a dungeon crawler with miniatures, had a Kickstarter project that funded in, well, two years ago, and it raised 150,000 pounds. The projected delivery date was February of 2017, uh, but it is now arriving to backers well over a year late. After cratering at number 10 last week, rebounding back up to number 6 is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 23,242. That's 54 more than Darklight, a gain of 
only 397, and yet it's about 2%, and yet it rebounds four huge positions. Recall last week, that's because the games here within the top 10, the lower reaches, were bunched very tightly together. Our highest new entry is a debut at number 5, Crypt, by Jeff Chin and Andrew Nerger, published by Road to Infamy Games with 24,449. It's about 1,200, more than terraforming Mars. The theme here is you are sending servants into crypts to rob graves. It's a set collection and dice placement card game, had a Kickstarter goal of a modest 2500 and has already had $120,000 pledged. At number four for the second week in a row, Space Base by John D. Clare, published by AEG with 26129 about 1700 more than Crypt, but down 6200 or 19% from last week making it by far the largest decline within the top 10. After seven weeks at number two, four weeks at number three, last week it dipped back to number five, but this week back up to number three for Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 28,438, about 2,300 more than Space Base, down another 1,400 or less than 5%, but still reclaims the number three position, though it is the lowest number three, lowest views for a number three, since February 24th. After 25 consecutive weeks at number one, stepping back one spot to number two is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 54,538. It's about 26,000, well, 26,100 exactly, views more than Rising Sun, or almost double. It is a decline decline of about 3,000, or 5%, but it has slid back to number two. This is the eighth time that Gloomhaven has been the number two game, making it only the eighth different game to have eight or more weeks in the runner-up position. The last time it was not number one was way back on October 25th, 2017. This would have been its six-month mark right here, but instead it slides back to number two. However, this is its 74th week on the countdown, which moves it into the number five position on the most weeks list, passing Star Wars Imperial Assault. As for the game that has conquered Gloomhaven finally, moving up, uh, capping a six-week climb, it re-entered at number six, held on to number six despite adding views, then climbed to four, stuck at four for a second week, last week moved up to number two, and now it uh, just shoots up to number one. It is The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with 62,792, 8,200 more than Gloomhaven, a gain of almost 25,000 views, or about two-thirds again what it had last week. It started that six-week climb after being off for four months, but uh, previous to that, of course, it was has been number one before. In fact, 
uh, though this is its first week back for one consecutive week, it is actually its 10th week at number one, making it only the fifth different game to have 10 or more weeks at the top, the other four being Pandemic Legacy, Season 1, Scythe, Gloomhaven, and Android Netrunner. So Gloomhaven is knocked off by a game that's already in some rarefied company. The previous number ones that Seventh Continent had were uh, seven weeks in the middle of last year from August through October, although there is one week in the middle that it was not number one. Then you have to go way back to its Kickstarter campaign, its first one in September and October of 2015. It hit number one twice. Its page view total is 62,792, which is number 85 on the most views list. And it's just 196 views behind Marvel Dice Master's peak, uh, which originally set the peak for the most views in a week ever on April 30th of 2014, almost exactly four years ago. That mark stayed in place for eight months until Imperial Assault uh, just passed it. But now that mark, which was four years ago, the most views we'd ever seen in a week, sits at number 83 on the most views list. So will we have a dogfight between the Seventh Continent and Gloomhaven? Will Seventh Continent continue to add views? Was this just a one-week spike? Will Gloomhaven reclaim the throne next week? Well, we will have to find out, obviously. For Saturday, April 21st, 2018.